Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, if you have a sibling, you may find them annoying sometimes. But hey, at least they won't try and sell your cherished pet behind your back like the siblings in today's story did. This is quite a crazy one, so strap in and let's just jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted today's story Sebastian. So anyways, Sebastian was the older of, or the older of one of two siblings, so we had a younger brother. Sebastian was 18, and his younger brother was 16. Sebastian was a senior in high school, his younger brother was a, a sophomore in high school, and they both lived with their parents. This story all happened after over the course of like a couple weeks, but it all started one day when Sebastian was going out to see his friends and he was leaving for the weekend. At this time, Sebastian's and Sebastian's brother, we're going to call Sebastian's brother Ben for the rest of this video. So Sebastian and Ben's parents were gone on a very long kind of vacation, whatever. Basically, Sebastian and Ben's parents had been, their relationship was kind of rocky for a little bit. So, and they've just gotten it back together and they wanted to kind of just have basically another honeymoon, like 20 years into their relationship. They kind of try and rekindle things, and uh, yeah, so they were gone for many, many weeks. They trusted Sebastian to be the good older brother to take care of his younger brother, Ben, and to make sure that the house was in order. However, they were also okay with Sebastian going out for a little bit and seeing his friends, so Sebastian went over to his friend's house one night. More context. Sebastian and Ben and his family, they have a dog. However, it really is Sebastian's dog because Sebastian, many years ago, for his birthday, really wanted to have a dog and his parents were not really looking for a dog in their life. It was they had a lot of responsibilities already. They were stretched pretty thin between their two kids. But they said to Sebastian, we will get you this dog as long as you promise that it will be your responsibility. Sebastian, you know, got the dog for his birthday. It was kind of the family dog, but it really was Sebastian's dog, which makes what the younger brother is going to do even worse. You guys kind of have a hint by the title, but let's jump into the story with all that important context given. So this all happened one weekend. Sebastian was heading out just for one night to go see his friend who lived in another town. So Sebastian was getting his stuff together and he saw his brother was in his room on the computer or whatever. So Sebastian walks by, he's like, hey bro, you know I'm going out tonight? And you know, Ben's like, yeah dude, I know you're going out. And Sebastian's like, all right, well, uh, make sure to feed the dog, make sure to lock up. Um, you, there's food in the fridge, just heat it up on like the oven or microwave or whatever. And if you need anything, you know, you got my number. And Ben's like, dude, don't worry. I'm only two years younger than you. Like, you don't need to worry about me. Thank you, but have a good night. 
And, you know, Sebastian's like, all right, word, cool, whatever. Sebastian gets in his car and he drives off to go see his friend. Sebastian has a good time seeing his friend, but that's kind of irrelevant to the situation. As Sebastian comes back and, you know, drives back into the house and he opens up the door. He also sees that the second car that they left there was missing. And that basically means that, you know, probably Ben was out of the house. So Ben would go sometimes take like one of the cars that they had in their driveway, go to the mall, go see his friends. So it wasn't really surprising to see Ben leave randomly. But one thing that was really surprising that was a little bit strange right off the bat was when Ben walked, or sorry, when Sebastian walked back into his house, he didn't hear his dog bark. And I don't know if you guys have dogs. I have dogs or I have a dog and I've had dogs in the past. And I think I've always lived with dogs except for very short periods in between when they've passed away. In every single case, when the door is open, the dog comes running down, barking, saying hello. It's always a very, very powerful greeting. One of the reasons why I love dogs so much is no one will give you, and I mean no one, will give you the same unconditional excitement to see you coming home. You know, you got a girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, mother, father. They might love you more because they have more emotional capacity to love you, but they are not going to have the same level of blind enthusiasm to see you every single day. So Sebastian was a little bit taken aback by the fact that when he opened the door, no one came running to him to say hello. So he thought, okay, well, uh, my dog is probably sleeping. So Sebastian kind of walks in the house. He puts his stuff away. And after just being there for about 30 minutes, it just feels really weird. So he starts going around the house yelling the dog's name. We're going to call the, the dog Teddy because that was one of my old dog's names. So he's like, Teddy, my Teddy, Teddy. And uh, after going throughout the entire house, Teddy's nowhere to be found. Uh, looks in all the sleeping spaces. Teddy sometimes sleeps in specific little corners or whatever. Teddy is nowhere to be found. So Sebastian is starting to get a little bit nervous. And uh, he's kind of looking all around. And that's when he hears the door open. It's Ben. Ben is coming back from doing whatever Ben is doing. Sebastian was pretty sure that Ben was going out to go see his friend. Little did he know that Ben was doing something a little bit more nefarious. So when uh, Ben walks through the door, Sebastian immediately says, do you know where Teddy is? And Ben looks a little like taken aback. He's like, oh, what do you mean? Is uh, Teddy not here? And you know, Sebastian's like, no. Like when I came back, you know, he, he didn't greet me at the door. So I just thought he was asleep. And after a while, I decided to look around for him. I looked all over the house and he's not here. So Ben's like, oh, well, maybe he's in the house and you just didn't see him. And Sebastian's like, maybe, maybe I, I don't know. Like, do you want to help me look? And Ben's like, aha, sure. So Ben kind of, it, I don't know. Sebastian was so worried about where his dog was that he wasn't picking up the slight signals that Ben was being a little weird, that Ben was just being a little strange and awkward and uncomfortable. He didn't put two and two together because why would you? Anyways, so, you know, they're walking around the house and Sebastian's like, Teddy, Teddy, where are you, right? I mean, this is, this is his beloved dog, dude. Like, I would be really, really concerned and sad and frightened and all that stuff if, my, if I came home and my dog was gone and she was supposed to be here, right? So they're going around, you know, Teddy, Teddy, like, where are you? Whatever. And by the end of it, like after about 20 minutes later, Sebastian kind of comes to the conclusion, Teddy's not in this house. So at this point, they think like Ben's like, well, maybe, I don't know, Teddy escaped somehow. Like, I don't know how, but maybe he did. And so Sebastian's like, I don't know how that's possible, but that's like the only thing that makes sense. So they start walking around the neighborhood or they're driving around the neighborhood and 
Sebastian's like, I'm going to keep driving. How about you get out? You start walking around. And Ben, who really does know the truth here, is like, oh, okay, sure. And obviously Ben doesn't put the same effort into it because he knows exactly where Teddy is. Because he just sold Teddy to a, someone in their, not their neighborhood, but someone who lives near them because he wanted some money. Yep, I'm not even kidding you. But here's the thing. Sebastian doesn't know this yet, and all, this, all the truth will be revealed shortly. So anyways, after about three to four hours of driving around, Sebastian is completely distraught, but he also feels extremely defeated. So he goes back home, and at this point, he realizes, okay, I, sh- I got to be efficient about this. I got to be quick about this. If you guys have ever watched, I don't know, those like TV shows or dramas of like when someone goes missing, you know, the first 24 hours is the most important. Obviously, that's a different situation. But definitely, like, the, the, the longer you wait, the less likely you're able... It applies to dogs, too. Like, the longer you wait to go find them, the less likely you are to find the dog after, like, a week than you are in the first day. This is kind of how it goes for a bunch of reasons. So at this point, Sebastian goes back home, and he already sees Ben is back, which is fine. Like, it is a family dog, but it's definitely more Sebastian's dog. But it's just interesting that Ben didn't put in the same effort that Sebastian did. At least that's interesting in Sebastian's POV, who doesn't have all the details like we do right now. So what Sebastian does next is actually what reveals the truth to him, and he doesn't even realize that it's coming, right? So they have a family computer. So they both have, like, phones, and they have access to cars, right? They actually have three cars between them, so the parents took one for their long trip or whatever, and then each Sebastian and Ben had a car. They were kind of not that great of cars, but, bro, when I give my kids... If I give my kids cars, if it has a brake that works and it goes from A to B, then it's a car, my friend. I'm not getting you anything fancy, dude. You're probably going to mess it up. But anyways, uh, they didn't, each of the individuals, like they didn't individually have computers or they maybe had like, I don't know, an iPad or they played video games on like an Xbox and they had phones. But basically they had a family computer that they would all use and they all had accounts on. So they didn't really feel the need to get an individual, a personal computer since they weren't doing a lot of business work or something. So uh, Sebastian goes to the family computer to start to go out and print something out, right? To print out posters. And instead of logging into his own account, it happens that Ben, it's just logged into Ben's account. He doesn't think much of it because he's gonna go on Google, he's gonna go find some images, he's gonna go on some little, I don't know, some free Photoshop type thing, put them together, send it to the family printer, print them all out, put them, like, he's like, why would it matter whose account I'm on? So this is where Ben messed up. If Ben did what he did, which was find someone to go sell the dog to, right, to someone who wants to get the dog, if he did it on his own, like his phone, or he just didn't log out of his, or he logged out of his account on the family computer, then none of this would have been found out. And probably to this day, Sebastian would have never known what have happened to his little dog. So what happens is Sebastian logs onto the family computer and it's logged into Ben's account. And this is where it all goes down. So Ben, just like the last thing he had open, he didn't close out of. He was in Facebook Marketplace. And so Sebastian opens it up and he immediately, okay, he is about to close out of Facebook because he does not care. 
He doesn't care right now. He doesn't care, you know, oh, uh, who is, you know, my, my, my younger brother talking to on Facebook. First of all, dude, it's Facebook. Why is he on Facebook in the first place? Is he 80, bro? Like, what? But also, just like, there's more pressing matters at hand. Every single, like, I mean, Sebastian knows every single second that he's not working on figuring out where his dog is, there's a less chance he's going to find his dog. So he would have just closed out of, you know, he would have just closed out of Facebook immediately if it wasn't for the fact that a photo of his dog, Teddy, is in the Facebook Messenger. So in this chat with this random person, there's a photo of the dog, Teddy. So that immediately catches his eye. And since it's open to the message, right, he just reads it. Because look, I understand intrinsic privacy, whatever you want to give, like everyone has a right to privacy, blah, blah, whatever. Well, guess what? If the NSA can spy on you, so can Sebastian, Ben. That's how it goes. So sure enough, you know, Sebastian quickly reads through the messages. And after quickly reading through the messages, he slowly reads through the messages because he thinks, oh my God, I read through these so quickly that I obviously read these incorrectly because there's no way that the messages I just read on my screen are actually what my brother sent to this person. No shot. So the messages basically were a back and forth between uh, Ben, Sebastian's younger brother, and someone who lived in the state that they lived in, not in their neighborhood though, lived pretty far away, like 30, 45 minutes away. And it was a back and forth conversation about them saying, oh, I saw that you like, you know, you listed your, I don't know if you can sell dogs on Facebook Marketplace. Maybe it wasn't Facebook Marketplace. Maybe it was like some other place, but they communicated on Facebook Messenger about the purchase of, you know, the dog, right? So Ben's younger brother said, hey, like we've been, you know, we have a dog. We just can't take care of it anymore. We're trying to get a little bit of money too to fix some whatever, right? Uh, it's a really great dog and we think, you know, you might be great for him. And the person's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we totally give you $500 or whatever. Relatively large sum, right? And they said, this is our address. Like, what's a good day for him to be picked up? What's his name? What's his like food? All this type of information. Sebastian then realizes that Ben has sold his childhood dog for $500 because I don't know, man, maybe he wanted to buy some video game. Dude, I don't even know. I don't even know. And Sebastian is sitting there feeling hurt, betrayed, everything, right? Just list off any of the emotions. However, however, Sebastian also knows that that can be dealt with later. But what he needs to do is to get $500 and head back to the neighborhood and head in because the address is in the Facebook Messenger. He can deal with Ben later. What he needs to do is he needs to go and get his dog. Uh, if you made it this far into the video, I want you to comment door down below because you guys might be thinking I'm going to comment brother or dog. No, I'm looking at a door right now, and that's what you're going to comment down below. By the way, we're also on Spotify, so if you want to listen to these on Spotify, it's in the pinned comment down below. And if you're listening on Spotify, Please rate the podcast five stars. It really helps out. If you're listening on YouTube, if you want to help me out, the best thing you can possibly do is after watching this video, go ahead and watch another one of my videos. Let me know in the comment section how many videos of mine you've watched today or watched this week because binge watching my videos, aka sitting down and watching a lot of them at once, really promotes the channel a lot and I appreciate it when you guys do it. So let me know so I can personally say thank you. Anyways, so Sebastian, he has a mission. 
he, he, put, he immediately takes a photo of the address. He goes up to his room. He goes in his wallet. He scrambles together $500. He doesn't, like, keep money with a bank. He doesn't trust it for some reason, so he just keeps a lot of cash, which is super lucky in this instance, right? So he gets all that stuff together. He puts, he, like, looks at the address, puts it into Waze or GPS or whatever, Apple Maps, goes in his car and drives there. He can now only hope that the family will understand and give him his dog back. Because like at the end of the day, they made a transaction. Like they, they don't necessarily need to give the dog back. It would be kind of a PP move if the family, after hearing the truth, didn't give the dog back, especially if they're being repaid. And Sebastian knows that they sold the dog for exactly $500, so he brought exactly $500. So they can't kind of like bargain more out of him unless they're really not great people. But anyways, right, so he's driving there, and, you know, I don't know if you guys feel this, but whenever you're in a long walk or a drive or whatever, it's just a, your mind just starts to go over everything, and he had a lot on his mind. So he didn't have any time to really process his feelings against his brother because he, he knew he needed to act quickly. He needed to spend all of his time getting the money, getting the address, and driving there. So while he's driving there, he just thinks to himself, why? Like, why would my brother do this? And also, yeah, uh, this is going to be quite a conversation when I get back home. So eventually, he gets to the address, and he gets there, and he walks up to the front steps, and he can hear barking inside, and it sounds like Teddy's barks, and he's getting really nervous, and someone greets him at the door. Seems to be like a dad, very nice. There's a family inside. It's a really tough situation because he sees, like, the kids are like in there. They're saying hello to their new puppy. And oh, it's so not great. So Sebastian's like, this is a really hard conversation. Can I come in and sit down? And the father's like, yes, of course, come in, whatever. And immediately they see that the dog, Teddy, runs up to Sebastian, is barking, is licking him. And he's like, hey, we got to talk. So Sebastian explains everything. And the family thankfully, is a wonderful family. Great group of people. They're like, I can't believe that happened to you. I'm sorry for the trauma you went through. You can have your dog back. Like, you don't even need to give us the money, which is kind of ridiculous. Sebastian's like, no, no, no. I, don't worry. I will be repaid by my brother. You don't need to worry about it. Here's the 500. And they're like, oh, thank you. Like, we're so sorry this happened. And Sebastian's like, no, I'm sorry this happened to you. You guys wanted to get invested and you wanted a dog for your family. Your kids were already starting to get to know him. Now you have to explain it. Bad situation all around. So they said, don't worry. You know, there's a lot of places for dogs. We're probably just going to go somewhere right now and find another dog. Like, thank you so much for understanding. And Sebastian's like, no, thank you for understanding. Like, it's really thank you in this situation. So Sebastian gets in the, in the, in the car, dog's in the back, and now he's driving back home. And now it's time because he, he has his dog back. Things are good. Now it's time to confront his brother. So on the entire car ride back, it's about 30, 40 minute drive, pretty far away. He's just thinking, okay, how do I even confront my brother? How am I going to react to the excuses he'll give? How do I like just trying to process this? And the thing is 30 to 40 minutes is not long enough to process this, especially without hearing any input from your brother. So goes back, you know, brings the dog, opens the door, Teddy's like barking, and I can only imagine how Ben is feeling, how 
this like he's in his room he's probably already feeling guilty he's probably like that was such a like a bad move of mine like 500 bucks for the family dog that's terrible i'm not a good guy but at least my brother will never know the truth you're sitting there you're thinking that and then you hear the familiar barking of teddy and you just don't know what to think so sure enough you know teddy goes back inside Sebastian locks the door behind him because he wants to make sure, like, I don't know, Teddy doesn't actually escape, even though he, quote-unquote, escaped earlier, right? And he goes up to Ben's room, and he just knocks on the door. And Ben's like, oh, come in. <laughs> Trying to be as nonchalant as possible. And Sebastian walks in. He's just making eye contact with Ben. He's like, oh, is that, is that Teddy I hear down there? Like, did, did you find Teddy? And Sebastian just says nothing. And Ben's like, oh, well, that's great. Like, where did you find him? Like, was he just walking around or something? And Sebastian just says nothing. He just looks at Ben because they both know at this point. And Sebastian says, like, dude, like, I, we both know what actually happened here. And, yeah, so they actually they have a conversation afterwards. Ben is, like, you know, he's tearing up. He's like, I'm such, like, an a-hole. I'm the worst I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know what I'm thinking. And Sebastian was like, I can't just let this slide. Like, you went to such an extent for like 500. Like, are you in trouble with the mafia? Like, what's... He's like, no, it was such a stupid reason too. Like, I was just trying to like hustle some money and I was like looking up ways online and some people on message boards convinced me it's a good idea for like, I was going to make all this money and then pay you guys back. And he's like, Sebastian's like, I don't want to hear it. Look. I'm going to tell, tell mom and dad about this, and they're going to handle it. And Ben's like, dude, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. And Sebastian's like, I'm pretty calm for what you just did to me. Like, I am being very calm. I could have a whole freak out. I'm the only one. You and I are the only two here, man. You and I are the only two here, and I'm acting calm because I'm choosing to. Punishment, I'm not going to be the one who deals with that. That's going to be up to mom and dad. So, yeah, eventually, a little while later, their parents come back. Sebastian sits him down, tells him everything. They freak out, right? And uh, yeah, Ben is like grounded for legitimately a month. His phone is taken away from him for legitimately a month. It, it's really tense in that household. Thankfully, though, pretty soon after or not that much longer, 